I think we're like a live organism that keeps moving with the community. And it's definitely um, core. I don't know if it's even like in terms of value, it's like who we, I, I don't know, it's who we are. <laughs> All right, we're recording. Let's do this. Why don't we start with you, Mark? Who are you? Where are you? What are you? I'm in my home office in Scotland. Uh, I'm the owner of Wooden Banana. We make boxes and I'm also a photographer as well. So I'm going to speak from two perspectives as a photographer and as a small business owner that deals with weddings. Love it. Love the Polish Scottish accent. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> and then uh, I was trying to do an American one, but obviously it didn't work. <laughs> And then on the other screen here, we have, uh, we have a different duo. Could you maybe introduce yourselves? Okay, so I'm Nurit. I'm bringing the Hebrew accent to the table. So I'm the founder of PickTime, and here with me is Amir. He's also the founder of PickTime, so we both founded PickTime. And uh, this is mainly what we do. I am a photographer, uh, but I'm like focusing only on peak time these days. I mean, in the last four years. So that's it. Perfect. So a couple small business owners around the table, chit-chatting about what's going on in the state of things as we're, we're recording this at near the end of March, 2020, kind of in the heart of the apocalypse. And I think a lot of wedding photographers and filmmakers listen to this podcast, or I hope they do, and probably are, you know, rightfully thinking about their own business right now, because it's, tough times, tough times for sure. Um, but on the other side of the coin, there are small businesses who work within the wedding industry who I think it's interesting to hear what's happening on their side as well. So maybe, Nurit, you can start by painting a picture for us about what's happening with pick time and, and how you've adapted to such a quickly changing environment for your business. Yeah. Um, so from the change of environment, working environment, for us, uh, luckily, it's not a big change because we were uh, working remote from day one. So PickTime is working remote uh, for a few years. We have people around the world. And also here in Israel, we just come to the office once a week. So we just had to give once a week travel to the office. Uh, basically, we are used to work uh, from office, uh, from home. So from that perspective, there's not a, not a big change for us. Uh, the big change is, of course, uh, we are in an industry where our customers uh, have a major uh, hit on their business. So it's conflicting on us. And um, for us, uh, the, the impact is uh, managing this, that the uh, customers are uh, starting to lose their income. And we have this uh, fixed uh, running rate of uh, cloud services and uh, employees. So this is uh, an interesting challenge from that perspective. I Mark actually kind of gave me the idea to go to your Facebook group for, for the pick time community. He said there's lots of action in there. So I kind of <laughs> scrolled through and I noticed, I mean, you, I'm not too sure if all small businesses are experiencing this right now, but I noticed it felt like you guys were, you needed to be like on there 24 seven because people are quickly trying to figure it out. How do I like, resell something or change how I interact with my client. So like, how has that been for you needing to be so on it right now uh, in kind of the heart of the storm, I guess you could say. Um, 
we are we are on this group uh, every day the, the the topic changes a little bit um I have to say that in lots of respect people become a little bit softer they're now have a little bit more time maybe and they're starting to they're taking the time now we are still in the phase where people are starting to pl- plan on um how to improve their business on after the apocalypse and uh, so and uh, this a lot of discussions are um um even became more interesting i think uh, in the group these days what about your own conversations i mean you you're you're obviously partners but your business partners as well like how's it been for you personally um fielding all the these abrupt changes um i mean can you not talk about this at home for five minutes or is this just an ongoing thing No, it's definitely ongoing. It's been going from the beginning. I mean, we immediately thought about how it will impact our industry and what are the steps that we can take to adjust to this situation. And I think that from even I think that from day one, we started talking, okay, what what are we going to change with payments? Like what can we do about it? Because we really wanted to find a way to adjust to it. To, you know, you can't, I, I mean, in our perspective, we couldn't continue as business as usual. It just couldn't continue this way. So it took us a week to decide how are we going to approach it in terms of payment. And we got to this uh, payment slowdown. It was Amir's idea. And, um, and we announced it and it's already um, in, like, in action. So... And, and apart from this, like we're always talking about work when we're going to like the walk in the sea and when we're eating dinner and like work is always there. So yeah, the crisis, this crisis is definitely there as well. And Mark, with your, with wooden banana, I'm, yeah, I mean, you have a physical product and so I guess like the production pipeline would be kind of like the biggest thing that's affected you right now or what's, what's uh, going on over in the world of wooden banana? Well, it depends in what way, like usually what we do, like in the winter, we always prepare for the season. So in regards of production, we pretty like, okay, just now, even if we have to kind of slow down the manufacturing just now, but we have a stock of few thousand boxes at this time of the year anyway. So even if we're going to be forced by the rules to completely close the manufacturing, our logistics and I don't know, admin offices are run from uh, from basically my home and the other admin uh, admin's home. So we'll be fine from that point of view. Uh, but, you know, like sales-wise, obviously, this is the time when most of our clients used to kind of, you know, buy boxes for the for the for this year's weddings. And obviously, because no one's shooting just now, uh, our sales dramatically basically dropped to nearly nothing at the moment. So yeah, but you know, we're just hoping it's going to be fine in few in in few months and everything's going to go back to normal. So Mark, when, when you see a company like PickTime, who's like, like I've noticed PickTime as well because they've made some like clear actionable changes with their pricing and, and how mm-hmm. they're kind of like working with the community. When you, Mark, see another business in our industry do something like that, has that made you change your process at all? Well, I guess from our point of view, it wouldn't change much because, you know, we're not, we selling product that no one actually, not many people need at the moment, but I'm pretty sure so everyone's sort of kind of uncertain about the future. 
So no one's going to invest in 20 boxes at this time of the year. And we, we obviously understand that. So like doing any kind of discounts or anything like that, I don't think it would help anyone. So what we're trying to focus on just now is maybe creating a content for people to, I don't know, like creating a podcast or, or, or maybe we, our next idea is we're going to offer like free samples to people just so they have something to shoot or, or I don't know, just to see our products. So things like that. But we, we at the moment we're not planning any big discounts or anything like that not because we don't want to it's just we think it's not necessarily like no one needs it at the moment from our point of view uh because no one needs boxes amir you guys at pick time have been amazing throughout like our time working together with with community building like first and foremost that's kind of what i think of when i think of pick time you also have a great product but it's community building that you've really excelled at what are you doing right now to kind of like emphasize that as part of an integral part of your brand even more right now? Um, I think it's a very fine line. Uh, and I think on the video that we did, we tried to convey it. And it's really something that's inside us. So part of what we do is part of uh, the, the community aspect that you talk about is one of the pillars that one of the core values that we have in the company. It's very important to us. So anything we did was also a, a part of it, but also as a part of a, a business that's uh, trying to plan how to pass this uh, a few days, a few, I don't know, the apocalypse days, not a few days, and this apocalypse time, and uh, and be able to keep on running after that. Um, so it was a mix, it was a mix uh, of these uh, two things. Uh. Yeah, I, I want to add something. Uh, because our Facebook group is very active, uh, we get a lot of uh, comments and, and discussions about uh, what about the situation. And we get ideas from community and we change, like we had a plan for how the product is going to develop. We, we do a lot of uh, updates in peak time. So we change uh, things because of, uh, community like the gift card. Uh, this is something we're adding this week. This is what it, it was not planned to happen. The feature of uh, the online subscription for client to pay. This was something that was planned for later and we changed it. So I think we're like a live organism that keeps moving with the community. And it's definitely um, core. I don't know if it's even like in terms of value, it's like who we, I, I don't know, it's who we are. <laughs> when you're making these quick changes and you look at your business almost like an organism, like you, like you said there, like on the other side of it, there are human beings uh, running the company. And I, I wonder if photographers kind of look at it that way. And, and I, how the question I guess I'm trying to ask is like, have you felt any resistance or negativity coming your way from people who are like thinking so so much about themselves like i am i need my problems addressed now and you're not doing it like has there been any kind of hostility or negativity that you've had to feel that have made you be like what what's wrong with these people <laughs> it always exists it's uh, we started we have uh, now a big community so you always have everything um but I think it's really small amount uh, of people. The, the general, even now when we did the changes, we got so many um, emails and chats to the support people saying, "I want to opt out of your uh, discount," uh, which was very 
heartwarming. Yeah, I don't know the word in English. It was it was a very touching. I mean, a lot of uh, photographers. Um, so it is the um, there is a, there is a strong connection. We're getting a lot from the community. There are sometimes also bad things we get. Also, sometimes this uh, what is hostility is sometimes coming from a person that wants to do something for the business. He needs to do it and he can't do it. And this frustration comes in a bad form sometimes. Sometimes it's really people are like, you know, get, getting out of, out of line. But, but this is really, really small, a small portion of the cases. What have you noticed, Mark? Like, has Wooden Banana encountered anything along those lines? Not really. I guess we cannot the same as as uh, Nirit and Amir. Like, we cannot build like a strong community. So most of people know us. But I think in general, uh, and you know, Michael kind of talked about it in his podcast. It's the time when we kind of we have to look at the whole wedding bubble as one group of people, and we should really support ourselves. And you know. When I'm running a photography business, when I'm running Wooden Banana, I always try to look at the stuff from both both perspectives. So it's not just that the companies should support, like, you know, photographers or clients just now. I think it's also clients' responsibility to support the companies they work with. And it's not just in our industry, actually, in every industry, because, you know... you know, not every company has thousands of employees and build big back in and a lot of money and they be able to survive it. But there are small companies that they need, you know, there's someone behind that company who also has bills to pay. So we have to look about it from that point of view as well, because it's easy just to demand things, demand different stuff, but you also have to look at it from the other, from the other side. That's even like, like I'm speaking as a photographer just now, obviously a lot of us get like weddings postponed just now or wedding cancels. And it's so easy to stick to the contract and demand, okay, every couple needs to pay me because their contract says they have to pay me if the wedding was like within the six, next six months. But the way I look at it is like, but what if that person lost their job and they don't have money to pay? And, you know, we kind of need to judge, okay, if I'm shooting 50 weddings and I'll have to refund the amount of, like, the full amount of, the full payment for one couple, it's not going to destroy my business. But it might help this couple a lot because they might be, I don't know, they might be without a job or something like that. So, yeah, I think it's it, it's time to, to kind of, you know, for like a very human approach to any business you run. I guess that human approach is a, Kind of what you're experiencing with pick time, Nurit, um, with people, you know, asking for cancellations, you know, their subscriptions and whatnot, and you showing that flexibility. Yeah, and we're very open uh, with it. I think that, um, I think we said it in the group. Anyone can choose his way. People can, you know, stop the service, but there's the option of the slow payment. And I think that uh, we had a call with all our workers. It was a week ago when we decided on this move. I mean, to be able to sustain it, we needed to get the payment cost down, and so we took took a cut of the payment for everyone in the company. And it was a very like a hard conversation, but um, um, I think that in the end uh, we got uh, all this uh, like not just support, but all the employees like are with us on this, and it was. I mean, it's it's like bad news, but but it it was also very warming and very like powerful to see everyone together, getting yeah, getting behind us with this move. 
on that on that decision that you made like i noticed that as well and and you were so open about it like well you're open about all the steps you that you took and all the changes you've been making but that one jumped off the page about how you were just open about your employees taking a pay cut basically i'm curious how did you like decide to be so open about that because like I don't know. I mean, that that's that's veering into some like interesting personal, you know, internal business decisions that I was surprised you were so open with it. So I'm curious, like, why were you so open with it? And and how did you come to that decision? I think that the, when we're working on the online world, um, there's in every conversation, you know, when you're thinking about something, there's uh, you have internally processing a lot of things. When you're speaking to somebody else, there is some kind of a wall, right? Not everything is being conveyed. And when you're going up with an online conversation, it's even further. You have additional walls. And sometimes uh, people do not notice it. There's, like, there's things you won't write in an email, but you'll say in front of a, people, a person, right? So the message does not pass the same way. And I think it was very important for us that people will understand what we're facing. It goes back to your first, uh, I don't know if the first, one of your first questions about um, how people look at us. They, they look at us as like a big corporate or as uh, people uh, behind, uh, people like them uh, that are trying to make the business. So I think this was the part of it. I have to say that it, we didn't give it that much thought. It was very clear for us that we're doing that. And after that, we got a few questions like you, and we said mm, maybe it was uh, it was very clear for us that we're doing that. Um, I think that I wanted to be really grateful for the team for making this effort with us. And I just felt they need to be part of this announcement because they are part of when we say, like everyone I get from the bank, we're all we'll, we're in this together. I mean, you like for us, it was really, uh, it, it wasn't just a statement. It was something that the whole company wasn't uh, infected by it. So um, I think I wanted, I didn't think of it, of it like Amir said, it was very natural and I wanted to kind of uh, be grateful for the team about it. Yeah. Marka, over on, on your side of things, uh, we'll get to you in a sec, Mark, actually. Okay. Maybe you had something you want to jump in there with. Yeah, I think there's a lot, in a lot of cases, um, it was a decision, and I think we're in a phase where we're starting to change it. In a, at the beginning, we had kind of a firewall. We decided that we're kind of a firewall for the employees. So me and Irit were a lot in the group and a lot in the face, and we tried to keep the team working in a more um, quiet manner because as a business that's open 24-7, there's a lot of uh, things coming from the outside, from the customers all the time. And um, in this case, yeah, again, I'm, uh, it wasn't a lot of uh, thinking. I think it wasn't a discussion. It, it just went out, but I think it comes from that. We, it was something that it wasn't right for us to, to hide because... It was a, an enormous um, and a generous uh, thing that also the employees uh, and they enabled us to do this type of uh, uh, payment cut uh, or slowdown. So, what uh, to transition from what you're saying over to Mark? What uh, what I'm hearing from the team at Pick Time is like full transparency, like, uh -huh. and that's amazing. And I'm not saying that Wooden Banana isn't being transparent because you just do things different. But I'm curious, have you have you like 
considered what's happening now with wooden banana as some sort of an opportunity to, to let people kind of peek behind the scenes a little bit with how you run the business? Because where pick time is saying that, you know, it's full transparency is has wooden banana kind of thought about treating your small business a little bit different and, and letting people in behind the scenes a little bit. Yeah, I guess it was slightly different. Well, I obviously don't know exactly how like pick time is run, but from our perspective, it's like a main kind of like we only employ a few people directly, which is like our admin stuff and, and maybe some marketing people, but uh, the rest of, of people who work for wood and banana, they technically not employed by us. We're using a subcontractor, although that subcontractor is only manufacturing uh, boxes for us. He doesn't do anything else. So from that point of view, when I'm thinking about what the next, let's say, six months or the next 12 months will be, I'm actually more worried about my subcontractor and his business than I'm worried about my own business because our like overheads and everything, they, they're not as dramatic as theirs. So we kind of like, if I'll have to kind of come up with some, I don't know, rescue package, you'll have to be more for, to keep his employees happy, which are in a way our employees as well. So we have like conversations daily and obviously, uh, it's kind of strange because when I'm looking out the window, it doesn't actually like nothing feels different apart from when I'm looking at on my computer and, you know, so it's still hard to grasp the situation. So I guess, you know, we, we decided that, you know, there are two ways to come out from this. We can either like start to panic and, and, and just do nothing, or, or, or maybe we can kind of start to think about the future and maybe introduce like different products and stuff like that to, to, to you know, then when this crisis will eventually be over, we're going to be more prepared and we have something to offer to photographers that will be able to help them with, you know, with rebuilding the business as well. Well, I, I can't do this podcast without talking about hockey. So I'm just going to slide in. My, there's, there's a Canadian company called Bauer and they make helmets and protective equipment for hockey players. And recently they completely changed what they're making and they're making like full face shields for medical workers, a total pivot from what they normally do. And obviously this is an extreme example, but Mark, have you thought about maybe pivoting into something totally different with what you're offering based on what's happened recently? Yeah, maybe not something completely different. I guess, you know, because in a way that's, in my sense, but, but this time it can also be used as an opportunity. So let's say we, if we have like projects we've been thinking about for years, we never had time to kind of, you know, push them because there was always something else to do. So that's what we're working on. Our aim for the last two years was always to to give uh, to give photographers and our clients, you know, the tools to to you know to make packaging even more personal than we do now. And that's what we're doing just now. I don't want to go into details, uh, <laughs> but you know, obviously, like at the moment, like we don't just do boxes. We want people to have tools to, to, you know, to, to, I don't know, to send their clients something else, something, I don't know, a box full of chocolates or something like that. So that's what we're working on just now. And one, there are two reasons for it, or, or, or maybe like three reasons. Like one, obviously we need something to do. We need our manufacturer to do, uh, to have something to do. So we're basically creating a different product he can be working on just now. But also I think, in general, like the world is changing. It was changing even before like this crisis. And I think social media and SEO was kind of losing its importance. And I think the personal approach to every client is getting more and more important. And that's why we're trying to create something that our clients can use to work on that customer service. 
And uh, Narit, uh, over on, on your side of things, just to kind of wind things down, has has what's happened? Like, it sounds like you guys have had your, your hands full. So maybe you haven't had any time to even think about this. But in the short term, has anything come to mind that would kind of change your product or service based on the recent experiences you've, you've had? Um, no, I think that we're keeping the same direction. I think that we're in a just the very big pause right now but when things get back i'm not sure that there will be very different in terms of client and photographer communication and print um like the printing option in the store so i think our core um product is the same we're adding as i said features to adjust to the situation um but we keep on working we have like the new apps coming. We have a very exciting new product that is coming in a few weeks. It was meant for this time. I was about to, like, my plan, on, you can see my papers here. My plan was to announce it in uh, way up north, actually. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll announce it. Like, we'll, everything is toned down in every copy that I go through right now. I'm, t- I'm telling them, get the exclamation marks. I, I don't want like things to be too wow, like because they're not right now. So we keep on doing the same and we'll bring new things very soon. But just like in a low low tone, softer tone, yeah, we're tuning down the tone, but we're, we keep on working because, yeah, we, we just work uh, normally. And I think we have an opportunity that a lot of people are, like have time and they're free to kind of, you know, learn and, um, and just like refine their uh, workflow. Well, Amir, one question for you, just to kind of spin off what Narit said there, like it is a weird time to be marketing or, you know, trying to push sales at the same time, what you, what you, what you are offering for photographers can help them at this, at this time, because presumably they will have a little bit extra time to kind of hone their craft and what they sell to clients. So how, do, how are you like balancing, um, balancing, you know, brand building and community building versus these exciting things that you, that you want to be selling to photographers at this moment? Yeah. So it, it is challenging. This is actually uh, more to me, but I'll, I'll tell you that um, during also the discussion with the employees, they came with all kinds of ideas. And one of the things was, okay, so let's say uh, we can do migrations now. Um, uh, let's uh, make migrations um, uh, with a bigger discount. No, and we said, no, no, we're not. It's not a promotion what we're doing. We're mainly aiming to our existing customers to try to, to go through this El Nino uh, thing. It's not uh, something that we're trying to push. New product is something else, and uh, we will announce them, like Nirit says, but we will not, we planned it to be like a party, which come with a big time birthday, and it was, we really, this was the pivot uh, marketing event for us for the year, and we will do it this way. We will still launch it, we will tell about it, but we understand that now there are more important things going on in people's mind. And Mark, I guess uh, what what Amir just said there kind of made me think like it's it's less expensive to retain clients than find new ones. Yes. So how have you been kind of like working with your current clients or you know customer base? 
Well, I guess we cannot say we. I think it would be wrong to do like any any like really uh, you know aggressive uh, marketing. Uh, I don't know campaigns now just now. So yeah, so I, I guess we we just working behind the scenes more than we do in anything that people can see or even laugh. I think we haven't posted anything on Instagram for the last week, but uh, yeah. So we have some plans, but I don't want to talk about it just now as well. well you actually, guys are all full of mystery. Actually, Way Up North was, was our, we kind of wanted to launch a few products at Way Up North uh, just now. But I, I guess even like, in a way, I think just kind of pretending business is as usual, business is as normal. It's because I think it gets to the point when people want to see something that, that seems like, you know, there's nothing wrong. Everyone's kind of starting to be fed up with bad news being all over internet and all over all over, uh, I don't know, news channels. So we just, I don't know, we came up with like some even like silly things, like, I don't know, posting jokes on our Insta stories or posting things, to, I don't know, you can make a banana banana bread or something like that. Just, you know, just maybe like even for a few seconds to get people, you know, to think about something else. Yeah, Flower is having a moment right now on Instagram, it seems. Everyone's <laughs> baking at home. I just posted a, a post with my flowers, but it was on my feed, yeah. But this is like, Mark, what you said, it's so it's so you. It's your personality. You always bring something very, you know, your party of food and banana. You always bring that, you know, juicy part and fun part. And I think it's lovely. We we I think that we just added like a, a resources of like free education. We're trying to do we're doing we're doing now something for recommended post um, a po- podcast. So yeah, just like fun things a little bit. Well, listen, you three. I didn't want I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but uh, thank you for coming on and kind of chit chatting. I, I don't know, like you you three are pretty open people i mean in the in, in our industry you're all very accessible people so maybe people have already been talking to you but for those of you who who use your services at wooden banana or pick time I, I hope that they listen to this and just kind of like peek behind the curtain a little bit to uh to what your thinking is as you wade through these fun times <laughs> yes so let's just hope it's going to be over soon <laughs> let's just meet in october in way up north and all celebrate you know yes yeah. yes I, I kind of wish we could just skip forward to that, but yeah. there's work to be done yeah, yeah. <laughs> for everyone, I guess. And, and I think that, you know, for now, what, I had few panic days in the beginning, but right now I'm in a point where, you know, there's nothing we can do about it right now. We we just need to stay home and all, all of this and all the hygiene and everything, but there's nothing we can do. And I think that accepting things as they are is just, you know, this this is the only thing that we can do. Yeah, I had a I had a panic day as well when uh, our nursery sent us email they're going to be closed, and I thought I'm gonna have to do babysitting by myself five times a week. But then my wife's got a, had an email from her uh, job, and they said the office is closed, and I thought everything's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for my panic moment to come. I don't know what's going on here in Sweden, but it feels very normal at the moment. So my panic is maybe a week behind yours or something. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's a perfect time to to end this. Um, and thank you so much uh, once again for for chatting. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.